0: He's just a hack, He's just an absolute hack, and he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week, It's just, you know, it's terrible, it's just terrible. Welcome back to Hack City, Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. Today we are going to be previewing week 12 of college football action, and Sean's already just dropping shit, making a, a real ruckus over there. You good? You good? I got another,
1: I got another, don't worry. I can, I can fiddle all throughout the show and, and drop pens plenty.
0: Uh, Clifford, the big red dog over here, just making noise while I'm trying to intro the show. Uh, We got week 12 coming up. We're going to be talking about Georgia versus Tennessee. We're going to be talking about Washington versus Oregon state. Before we get to that though, Sean, can you share a quick word with our listeners uh, from our sponsor
1: Bet online? The best part about being a gambler is being a responsible gambler. And that's why I stayed away from that mess on Monday night between Denver and Buffalo. You don't always have to bet on the games. Sometimes. They really stink, uh, but if you want to bet on the games and you've got a hunch, you got a feeling, you got you got you're feeling something in your balls. You say, "I got balls, I'm gonna bet." Uh, I like that. That's how we have to operate sometimes. I had to bet online. Uh, remember to use our promo code Bleave for your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. They got all the sports. They got all the action. They got everything you need. Bet online. Where the game starts.
0: I think that should be Flex the new some nuts on somebody that this week. That's the new. That's bet, the tagline. We, we should pitch that to to Bet Online, and I mean, I I don't think that they would be against. Uh, you think you bet with your balls them? is is bet, against? The, yeah. Bet with your balls with Bet Online. I think that that's a really good idea. I think I think that you could totally sell that to them. I mean, they there were betting lines for the Special Olympics. Do you think that they would be ones to come to the table and say that they're yeah. against that? Uh, bet Online will put a line on anything. They they're putting a line on that crazy ass
1: Clay Travis offer. Uh, for the that was great uh, I'm like I'm like, all right the, the, you know what uh, they will set a line for you which whether or not you agree with the premise of whatever sport they're doing it with uh, that's up to you but they're, they're they're gonna set a line
0: yeah that's I, why I, they're that's why they're leading that's why they're the uh, the industry leader all right Sean let's talk about Georgia versus Tennessee look as much as I think Tennessee fans and you're a fake Tennessee fan, would would like to sit here and say that maybe this game could be close. Maybe Tennessee could play spoiler. Maybe Georgia, they get upset this weekend as they're on their war path towards the SEC championship game. Now, they already clinched it. This doesn't really do anything for them except maybe put them in a position to get knocked out of the college football playoff if they lose to Alabama. But, Sean, as bluntly as possible, Tennessee's catching Georgia the worst time that they could. This could be a bludgeoning. Yeah, uh, Tennessee stinks. They just oh, are not. Okay. They stink.
1: They stink. They're not going to be competitive. They're ranked too high. What are they, 13 still?
0: I, I don't know how they – well, I'm curious to see how they end up in the college football playoff. We're taping this right before that. But they are a team – and I have said this I have said this since the – what was that? The Florida game. I've yeah. said this since the Florida game that they have been ranked too high and they've been unjustifiably – Way unjustifiably too high. Productive. They've got good pieces, man. Like I like yeah. their defensive line. I like James Pierce Jr. They got some decent pieces in their secondary. Jalen Wright's a really good running back, but by God, are they not balanced? And they can't match up with any of the top teams in the conference as we're seeing right now. They shouldn't be they should be 20 to 25 if they're ranked.
1: Yeah. I mean, let's be reasonable <laughs> here. They're not going to they're they're gonna get dusted and busted in a similar fashion to Ole Miss. It's going to look very similar. It has to. And I'm not doing a premonition bit. I'm not saying, oh, the spirit's talking to me and making a big prediction. No, it's we can see the teams. We know them at this point. We have learned this is not September trial. This is November. We know Tennessee is going to walk in and get busted up. Georgia is going to look great. They shouldn't even play Brock Bowers this game. Play him for a half. Don't even mess around. Like, like Georgia should not. And no one, it's not a trap game. I haven't heard anybody saying it's a trap game because it's not. No. It's just, it. it is not possible. And I'm, it's one of these games where even if Tennessee pulls the upset, I'm not going to look back at myself and be like, oh, freezing cold take. Cause it would
0: just have been an upset from Mars. I mean, that's a really good point. This is one of those situations where you sit here and you think to yourself, if this thing gets pulled out was, was everybody wrong was it was everybody just off base no it's no for georgia to lose this game they would have to come out flat as all hell and you would need something that has not happened at all this whole season you would need joe milton to play the greatest game of his career i'm talking 60 plus percent completion percentage which isn't high you know that's not a high completion percentage that's a that's a high ceiling set for joe milton you would also need them to take less than three or four sacks, and you would need them to throw for 300-plus. That is the difference here because I look at the games that they have gotten their heads bashed in. I look at Missouri last week. I look at second half against Alabama, and I look at against Florida. In those games, the run game got taken away early, and they started to try and play catch-up, and they just don't have the receivers that they had last year, and they also don't have a quarterback who is proficient – or consistent enough as a passer to throw the ball. They just they just don't. That offense works when it's balanced. They're running the ball and then the passing game opens up as a result of it. In, instead, we see that it's when it's lopsided, they don't only, not, not only do they lose, Sean, they get blown out. You are you are blurry as all hell. You good over there? You're doing a Joe DeLeon? I had
1: to do your bit. No, oh, that stunk. Yeah, I was moving my mic. Gosh, that that's, you know what? I,
0: all right, there's one off of you, pal. I will I will I will give you a freebie today. Okay. To reiterate my point yeah. though, if they can't run the ball, which they're not gonna have an easy time doing, Joe Milton's gonna need to do his thing. I I don't know what his thing is.
1: What's the thing that he's gonna do?
0: What he's is it? Act six times and throw two picks.
1: Is that that's his thing? I need Joe Milton yeah. to not do Joe Milton's thing. That's what Tennessee fans should be rooting for. Oh, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Don't be Joe Milton. And that's not some that's not like a hating ass take. It's a it hasn't worked enough. Do something different. Evolve a little. That's that's where we're at, because it sounds like, oh, Joe Milton can never be it because you can't. There's different ways to operate. There's ways we can figure it out what you've done. And it feels like, God, I hate that the show always goes back to Francesa. But Frances's rant about Tommy DeVito, right? He had a great one. He said, Why are you as a professional franchise trotting somebody out there at the quarterback position who can't get the job done? I'm not saying Joe Milton can't get the job done, but the way that he's being used and the off whatever it is is not good enough to compete for the SEC championship. So why no. are you as Tennessee continuing this stretch of mediocrity? You had the momentum going into the season. You had it. You still had some momentum in September and October, and you pissed. You pissed down your leg.
0: Well, see, that's actually something that I, I've always kind of. I, I, it's a really good talking point. I've kind of thought about this this season that, and, and it all came with everyone glazing him in the off season. Look at look at these throws, man. Look look How at the not. Yes, physically the kid is gifted, but I can't imagine. That with that quarterback room that you could sit there and go, yep, we're feeling pretty good about this. I don't understand why they didn't try to bring somebody in. And I know that there weren't a ton of options in the portal, but how you don't at least bring in somebody who's backup competent? Because right now the situation is it's him, and I would presume. Ah, uh, I mean, I don't. Tyler Buckner's just that's like a short backup reasoning. competent. That's who you're looking, looking at, at, Joe. That's not what I'm getting. I, I mean. I'm trying to think who's a they need a, to simplify
1: it for Milton. They needed to simplify whoa, it, wait,
0: but that's to be fair in the games that the, this offense has played well. It has been simplified and that's fine. They've beaten up on all the the crappy teams that they've played. But the minute that you've asked him to just play the quarterback position and say like, hey, man, the run game's not going to open up every drive. You got to do some things on your own. He has faltered heavily when he's been asked to do everything. Or, not sorry, let me rephrase. When he's been asked to just play quarterback, he's faltered.
1: It's actually the exact opposite of what Carson Beck has done. Where Carson Beck, the better teams that he's played, the better he's looked. It's like, oh, now I can start playing quarterback. I don't have, I'm not playing, you know, AAU anymore is what it looked like when he's playing bad teams. When he's playing good teams, it's like, who's this kid? He's slinging it. He's moving the ball down the field. He's making the right throws and I know he's got the weapons. And he's got M- McConker and he's got uh McConky I know it's McConkey G- or something like that. I know it's McConk and then uh and then Conky. Bowers and then he's got the weapons. But when he's playing a ranked opponent, he looks solid, comfortable and confident. It's not what Joe Milton looks like when he's playing a ranked
0: opponent. Right, that's a uh, just to kind of wrap up our thoughts on this game. Again, we both think that this is going to be really lopsided in Georgia's favor. Carson Beck's performance this year, especially early on when the run game wasn't there, when the offensive line was banged up, when Lad McConkey wasn't available in the receiving room, like they were on, they were on like third or fourth running backs. Like they were really deep down the running back chain when yeah. they played bad against Auburn and, and bad against South Carolina. But no one talked about how Carson Beck just stepped up to the plate and he has, despite all these limitations early on, and now we're seeing him in his full comfort mode, you know? And I think that 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 benefits his development and his progression for the rest of the season and for them to go on another title run is get all the bad out of the way early on in the season. Let him go through the adversity against the weaker opponents so now he's feeling confident. And so that when those difficult situations arise, which it's going to arise against Alabama, it's going to arise against whoever you play, in the college football playoff, if it's Texas or if it's uh, Washington or Oregon, whoever, whoever. those are going to be the difficult situations. He's already been tested. You know, like I, I how much is like a guy like Jalen Milrow really been tested? How is a guy? How much is a guy like he was tested it, versus Texas? Uh,
1: but here's the thing. Milrow was also benched. Milrow had a tough Milrow start. Milroe wasn't to season.
0: that we're not doing the, the whole. He wasn't benched. He was benched.
1: Was he not? Did he play? Did he not play in a game? There, he was there, was,
0: there was speculation on the. It wasn't a performance based benching, though. It was speculative on the reasoning as to why he didn't start that game. OK, well, when the speculation clears up,
1: then we'll have an answer. Uh, I like the speculating that Sabu was trying to hide his, his playmaker. I like that. That's but more. Pretty, um, yeah, OK, go ahead. OK, yeah, yeah. But more on the thoughts on Milrow. They've started using him differently. They've started using him better. Alabama turned around when they figured out how to get the most important position on the field to execute. Tennessee is still treading water. There's levels to this. These are the levels we're seeing. And I think Heupel's a good coach, but this is is concerning. This is a concerning lack of development
0: throughout a season. It's a good point. It, you've got two guys that are both very good athletes, and one of them is being when you used see it as a weapon.
1: Yeah, when you see it happen somewhere else, it makes you it, it, the. You're just like, why can't my guys do this? When you look at what the Eagles did in their rebuild, and you look at the Commanders still worried about maybe another name change, which Bet Online put out more numbers odds for. Oh, of course they didn't. Uh, uh, and we're still talking about that here in DC, and the Eagles are in the Super Bowl last year after a huge rebuild you, you are envious and you wonder what's going on in my city. What's going on with my leadership? Cause it's possible. It's doable. It's the system
0: and we're not executing. Tennessee is not executing that. Very good point. Uh, Washington versus Oregon state. This one's a, this one's an interesting one, Sean, because based on performance on the field, Minus where this game is being played, I think many would would go with Washington. Many would, would say that Washington is going to run the table and they're going to finish the season undefeated. But Oregon State's sneaky, especially yeah. when these games are played in Corvallis. And it's sneaky enough that on ben Online, Oregon State's a two-and-a-half-point favorite.
1: They're the favorite. In- insane. We're, we're on the same point here. What do they know? And I think I know what they know. Washington's a little
0: shaky. Oregon State's playing for blood. Plain and simple, I, and you're right, Oregon State is in a position here where they can cause some problems, and Oregon State did this, did this last year against Oregon. They, they caused problems at the end of the season. They kept them out of the Pac-12 championship game. Plain and simple, though, if we find a comparable opponent in the losses that Oregon State has had this year, one of those losses was against Washington State. The other one was against Arizona, which is another proficient passing team. But most importantly, Washington State has lived and died horribly, horribly, Mm -hmm. died a horrible death on the fact that they can't run the ball and they're just throwing the ball around the yard and hoping that they can produce offense. Their defense hasn't really done much. My point is here, Washington State is the Walmart version of Washington. As much as we want to sit here and be critical – of Washington's defensive struggles and their run game struggles the past uh, five or so games and, and maybe the entirety of the season, I at least have an example of when Washington State dared Oregon State to try and play their game and keep up with them, and they couldn't do it. That game was close because of garbage time points. I believe that Washington, who has done this all year long, every single opponent has said, try and play our game. Try and play our brand. We're going to score too quickly and eventually you're going to try and play keep up. Go ahead. Try to control the clock. Keep the ball out of our hands. We're still going to score really freaking quick and you're going to try and do what we're doing and it's not going to work. And I think that's going to happen here with with Washington and and Oregon State. The main problem with
1: facing Washington is you know you can get scored on on any drive. Mm. That is debilitating to a defense and to team morale because You're not rooting for your teammates to follow the game plan or execute. You're rooting for the other team to make a mistake. That's what teams have to root for when they're facing Washington because they're so proficient and prolific and efficient on offense. Not proficient. Long week. It's yeah. (laughs) Don't mean me right now, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, but you just cannot go into a game knowing that you have an offense or a defense that you have to face. That is that bad or that you have to roll out USC fans. USC has to do the same thing inversely for their defense. Every drive, you know, they can get scored on. You're hoping the offense makes a mistake. it. It's, it's a mess. It's a mess. And facing these teams becomes very messy, but Oregon state has that chaos gene. They have it in their genetics to mess stuff up. I think they they're they really not can. Utah,
0: though. I don't think they're either, I know they're, they're, they're not. Like
1: but but they're Utah target. All right. You called you called Oregon. St- look, they can go out there and bust them up. I truly believe that. I think that Oregon State defense can go and bust somebody up.
0: Man, I look, I still stand by this. And I said this the other day. I know it's not a direct one to one, but I really think that this year's version of TCU is Washington. The team that everyone is going to get pissy and moany about based on the way that they play down the stretch. Everyone's going to be like, they barely beat so and so. They're still pushing this propaganda, man. But seriously, though, they're going to be the team that everyone that is a fan of a team in every other conference is going to just moan about when they're in the conversation as being that fourth team. And everyone's going to say, they don't belong. Don't put them in. They looked bad against Arizona State. They looked bad against Stanford. They don't belong in the conversation. But the fact of the reality is, is this freaking team still finds ways to win games. I want to see their they, offense
1: in the playoff. I want to they, see them. in. The I do too.
0: I would love, I would love if we somehow ended up with like a Florida State Washington matchup in the first round. I don't know how that would happen, but that would be, be amazing. Great. That'd be great. I want to see Washington
1: play anybody, anybody in the playoff. Uh, I'm excited for the Pac-12 championship. It's fun. They provide entertainment. When was they were the last Pac-12 representative in the CFP, right? What was that? 2016. I think was that. Was it I think it was.
0: Yes, it was the Dante Pettis, uh, John Ross, uh, Jake Browning year. All right, Sean, betting picture of the weekend. Um, We got we got brutalized. We got completely brutalized by our betting picks this past weekend. We both went 0 and three and the current standings are as follows. I am 20, 15 and one at 57%. You are 15, 18 and three nice. at a whopping 45%. Are we okay? We're still kind of figuring out the rules of this as we're going, which I realized we should have done ahead of time. Are we including bull bets or are we ending at the end of the regular season? I think the bull bets gets really complicated because then do we do it week by week? Do we do we just end it and every then we do bowl. a? Se- okay, we should do a separate competition. That's every. There's a bird <laughs> right there. That bird is really close.
1: Is your window you open?
0: Just... No, it's that I thought it was so close <laughs> that I thought it was. Not, the bird's gone now. The bird's gone now. I don't know why that would call it, but I wanted to give a shot so it could get into your house. No. Are we, I think that we ended at the end of the regular season. And then I think the, like the that like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. And then the, we're not going to do every bowl game. We should do that as a separate competition. Why wouldn't we okay? do it as every bowl game? Because then what we did in the regular season is completely. It, no, it, it's not. It's not like no, the bowl you, games are weighted more. The, you no. you, there's more bowl games. If we're forced to pick every single bowl game, you could easily just randomly. It, it, it could, there's more bowl games than our picks that we had during the season. It's a whole new season that happens in a month. All right. I have two options for
1: you. I have two options for you. Okay. Real quick. Two options that can solve this all. First option, touch grass. Second option, cope.
0: (laughs) Okay. So what we're going to do here, the solution here, is that it's going to end at the end of next week. Okay. You just want a short runway, don't you, pal? That's all you want. Cause it's going to in next
1: week you're getting brought back down to the 50s where every you better went 0-3 ends you three also every you also went only yes, three i don't every, want to hear it every, stop yelling go, every better ends up you're 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 what is it you're coming down to the mean i know coming down is not the the actual term you're regressing to up. the mean that's I'm what you're doing up. welcome up. brother welcome yeah i bet you never thought you're going to get under what what are you at 50, you, I bet you never thought you were going to get under 60 this season. I you was at 80 at one point. 70%. Yeah, at one point. Way to regress to the mean. And you know
0: what that means? I'm going up. I'm going straight up. I think end of the season. We ended at the end of the season. And then we'll, we will do a separate competition with a different prize where we pick for all the bowl ball. games. Yes, I think that's What's fair. What's the prize for this? Uh, you don't remember? No, oh no! It's the the loser. Oh, I just or no, the winner. The winner gets to pick a a random person that the loser has to call on the phone and talk to them. And I, I I've had two people that I've been that I've been like just thinking about the whole year since I've had this lead. I'm legitimately afraid. That's why I want this thing to end at the end of the season because it, you you could pass me here. Like, if I if I have another bad week here and you do just a little damage over the next two weeks, I don't know how the math checks out, but if I go 0 for two weeks in a row, I don't even think I need to go be that bad. If I go one and two the next two weeks and you go two and one both weeks, I'm pretty sure you pass me.
1: Yeah. So extend okay. the runway because no. I'm, I'm starting to remember the prize. I forgot about it the entire time. I was just fighting for pride. Uh, uh, put my heart and soul into it, <laughs> just just to beat you. Holy hell! I do not want you to call these people. I
0: probably no, have. a You're calling people. them. You're calling
1: them. I know, but you're making the call. You're you're making the decision on who you have to call.
0: There's two there's people. people there. There's two people I have that I don't think are that bad, but will be really uncomfortable phone calls. I think oh, that yeah, they both be would be very good options. Calls. I know call, you're going to pick care. something bad. I'm not. Oh my god. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. There's some demons. Oh, there's some demons, Joe.
1: Joe, this is a hideous bet.
0: It's one of the most creative ideas that I've ever had. But I didn't even – I didn't even – I have been so stressed out every week when these bets don't hit. I check them and I'm like so diligent with double checking what your bets are to know where we stand in fear of who you would pick. Not once did it occur to me that you could pick Coaster. I do not want to talk to that guy. Well, I can't even. I was going to pick like Coach Flem because I thought that would be funny, but now I don't think I'm going to do that. Now, now that you put coaster on the table, I'm going to pick some guy. You told me some people abolical. that you were
1: going to call. You were you told me some people that you were going to call or have me call.
0: Well, it was him, Coach Kennedy, or um, Coach uh-huh. Those are the three oh, that, that came. Those were the big three. I'm perfectly comfortable calling those but the, people, but those are those are more friendly. You know, that's like it's awkward. It's gonna be a little awkward, and then you got to just Joe, pretend why you're calling them. You said on the
1: phone who oh. I was gonna have to call, and that person oh, that I haven't one. talked to since freshman year. So you opened up this can of worms, pal. But that was a joke. That wasn't real. I would it never felt real.
0: do. You even still, have that person's phone number.
1: I might be blocked.
0: She probably did brought Bucky, Let's be honest here. That would be a really good phone call for either of us to make. That would be really freaking funny. Um, do you think she's aware that we're you and no, I work no. with one another, dude? Okay, all right. Besides the point,
1: let's. The bull bet should be a, a follow request on Instagram. That's what the bull bet should do. Should be because <laughs> I don't, and I don't, do. You still? No. That's what the bull bet should be. I don't think I ever right. followed on Instagram. Okay, I, so this specific person. Oh, that, that's going to be awkward. <laughs> Could you imagine seeing one of our mugs pop up and you're following? What is this now? Seven years at later?
0: God, the lack of context for our listeners.
1: But I, if you're I smart know. enough, I you know. can they, really quickly they're...
0: figure out why we're both talking about this one individual person the same way. Y'all can figure it out. All right. Game picks here. Yeah. My first one that I'm going to start us off with. I think this one's a layup. And I'm really pissed off with myself last week for oh, not you, taking a Why would belt. you say
1: something like that for yourself, brother? I think this is a layup. <laughs> you are you have not dealt with the, the gods
0: enough. This is a lay. Why would you wish yourself? Last week – all right, it's a good point. It's a good point. Last week, That's I'm expressing confidence. Mush. The weeks that I've expressed confidence, they've hit. Last week, I wish I took Georgia to cover against Ole Miss, and I didn't. Minus 10 against Tennessee is way too low of a number for how bad Tennessee looked against Missouri. Give me Georgia laying the 10. They are absolutely going to score and beat them by more than 10 points. Better team with the better quarterback is always a good, good
1: plan. Uh, And I am going with the same plan here. Washington getting two and a half. I didn't even realize we both picked the game from the previews, but why not? Washington getting two
0: and a half versus Oregon State. Okay. Not bad. It's not bad. A little risky. A little risky. A little little risky. You keep going with these ones that are you never know you never know um my second one i i went away from it last week and um my lord and savior tony soprano he no, was you're against stealing me
1: bits now you're stealing bits now let me check the Sorry. book and Sorry. see if tony Sorry.
0: s is in here nope so are you gonna write that down are you gonna write that down no, I'm no, i don't your see bit. tony soprano i tony went against tony. rutgers and went against rutgers yeah last week they didn't have a favorable line, but this week they do. They're playing Penn State plus 20 and a half. Penn State can't score in it this much. They can't score enough to beat them by 20 and a half points. They just can't. Rutgers' defense is pretty good. And I understand that Iowa hung 20 on them and they beat them by that much last week. But Rutgers, good football team, it's going to bounce back and they're going to win or they're going to lose by uh, at, at, at least less than
1: 20 interesting that you brought up the Iowa game who do you think has a better defense Iowa or Rutgers Iowa does oh okay well Iowa got 31 hung on them by Penn State different game brother what happened against Ohio State I hate this I hate this pick I hate this pick I might actually week. take it in, in my real life uh my Fair next bet.
0: <laughs> why not why couldn't I a piece of garbage. is still in my okay, pick. Fine, and you mush me. You mush me every time you did. No, I don't did mush anything with the can. You did this with the Kansas pick last week. You piece of garbage. Mm. Don't touch Probably my better. bets. Place you your touch own my bet bets all the time. You're- you touch my no, bets don't. all the time. I don't touch you. Any text of
1: your bets. me. You're pick- you text me that, you're- that I'm costing you money. I
0: have. I have. I have taken your bets because I've placed them on Sunday night, and then we've come in here and you've put them into the dock, and then I've gotten Talked mad at you for placing my bets my bets after I've already placed them. you And you've done it like three times. It's only happened a couple of times, but you've mushed me every single time you have already placed the same bet that I have. I'd leave that. You are an unlucky better. Hence the 45%. I lost it. I lost. It. I, w- I, lost. I, I don't know. Lost I had a prop.
1: What? I lost it. I was, it was ready. I had the world's smallest violin. I was ready to play for you. Uh, um,
0: ha, ha, ha What's your second pick?
1: Second pick uh, Tulane giving nine
0: to FAU. I took this one in real life pretty soon. I'll show you the bet slip.
1: I'll I'll show you my bet. I don't believe you, brother. It's not that I don't believe you, but now I'm going to have to also take this in real life.
0: You wait, wait, you don't take these in real life. Some I do. Some I talk myself out of. Oh, you're a coward. You're an unbelievable coward. Oh, you stink. My last one's Mississippi State minus 13 and a half versus Southern Miss. Look, they're playing a This is a buy game. Hedge yourself. Hedge yourself this on is, that bet you took on Tulane. This is an easy I'll edge myself. This is <laughs> This is an easy win against a really bad G5 program <laughs> in bad Southern show, Miss. show top to bottom. Bad games, bad break. <laughs> this is this is rough. Oh god. This isn't a bad show. We've had much worse. Mississippi that's State. Very, that's very true. Mississippi State playing Southern Miss. This is supposed to be an easy win for them. Only 13 and a half points is not much for them to cover. And I think it it is worth to acknowledge a lot of times when a head coach is fired, teams pick themselves up off the mat. This is an opportunity for them to win by 14 plus.
1: Okay. All right. I'm going in the opposite direction. Indiana giving four to Michigan State. I have this yeah. one too. I'm gonna send it to you right now. It's a good. I mean, look, it's a favorable line. Michigan State's a really bad team. They're focused on finding their next head coach. They're not locked in. Indiana put up what they.
0: Didn't it's they the, the scandal special. Dylan, you stole my bid. You stole my bets. It's I wrote this sca- down in the doc and I took it out.
1: What am I supposed to? What am I supposed to care? Yeah, it's a scandal. Special. I you stole my not Bet against Michigan State is a good plan. Same as betting against the Giants or betting against the Falcons. It's right. always a good plan.
0: That's it for our bets this week. Just a uh, couple f- just what you're a jinx. You're a no better jinx. I'm a good better. Hence the 57%. That means I'm winning. That means I'm in the positive. I'm up 100% on my original initial deposit. I just haven't gone up in the past four weeks. That's not that's nice. Those are two. That's what you, you know, want to do. Yeah. I've, been, I've stayed stagnant at that Stay same, same number five and a 10. I'm proud of you. You're a piece of garbage. <laughs> You're piece, you can't even deposit $5. What are you talking about? Asshole. All right. Other thoughts from the weekend or from the week. Uh, the first one. So the Bahamas Bowl, the stadiums under construction and they had to relocate it. They relocated it to of all places. To Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, I really wish that they relocated the Bahamas Bowl and re, you know, kept the name as the Bahamas Bowl, and this was played in like Dublin, Ohio. In a Bowls high school are stadium. A
1: sickness. They're just a sickness and plague and a disease, but we can't stop partaking.
0: I I have to admit that the Bahamas Bowl, whoever was in charge of handling this, people are making fun of it, but they totally understood, the, you know, the mission here. They they totally understood the bit. They realized. We should go find a sponsor that is the most hilarious, obnoxious sponsor that we could possibly find. They didn't go and get AutoZone or I don't know what, what's like another like mid tier brand that would make sense on this, like um, Meineke Tires, Meineke Tires Bowl, like something like that. They went and added Famous Toastery as the official sponsor of the bowl. Now, if you're wondering what the hell is that, it's because it's a local diner chain in North Carolina that also has an inactive social media account on Twitter that has not posted since 2019. (laughs) That's what we're currently dealing with here. So the hilarity of this whole circumstance that they just picked the stupidest name. Honestly, you could have told me that this was made up and I would have believed you that this is a fake brand that has been out of business for five years. And I would have believed you.
1: This is, this is fake. This is a money laundering operation. And what do you get for from this bowl? Like, remember, Burke said he played in the quick lane bowl or whatever it was in Detroit. And he it sounded awful because he's like, I was in a, you know, I was in Detroit on, on Christmas away from my family in a casino. And I'm like, I'm like, and he's like, yeah, I got a backpack and a watch. And I'm like, all right, well, you got a backpack and a watch. Um, what do you get from the great toastery bowl? What, what's what is what do players what's the accommodation?
0: What is that? The- that what is, is something is, I need the to see. Juice? Are you oh just God. getting free apps? Could you imagine that that – so like the, the – I forget which brand it is. There's one of the brands that does the thing where you get the gift cards and you get to go in the shopping spree and they they take you around to the to like the department store and they let you go buy stuff. Could you imagine that they're like, all right, buddy, we're going to give everybody their bowl gifts and they just pull up to the to famous toastery? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone, everyone gets a free side with their meal. Like that's the that's the extent of what they get for playing in this god awful monstrosity of a bowl game. I would, I think, if that were to happen, and we were on the team, then you
1: know what? Yeah. I'd be happy. I think, uh, you would have been happy. I would have said, "Hey, Joe, uh, meet me in the parking lot. Get a hammer or or just the fork. Punch it right through my hand. I'll guard your Minshew. <laughs> I am not partaking. Send me home,
0: Coach." I think, I think I would have probably seen if we could have like demolished one of the bathrooms or something like that. Just like purposefully clogged one of the toilets and then just left. Like I think that that's the well, our team team was capable of it. Our team took down elevators. Our team destroyed bathrooms in
1: the summer. Yeah, Uh, we were capable of just about anything. Really, outside of the football field, that (laughs) group of men had a real (laughs) opportunity for change. Or destruction. It's whatever it was. It was. It was basically. God, this is going to be a reference, Joe. And I know you. You. You're a Rick and Morty guy, right? Yeah, I am. We are. We were the planet full of the dudes, uh, and uh, that's what we did. We were out in the field, and we we just punched
0: each other. That's what it was.
1: We. Had, I don't think there it, was
0: a single team in college football that did a better job of showing up hungover for practice than we did.
1: The potential was there we did not max it out and if close. you sh- if we showed up to the great toastery it would have been an issue
0: man we would have gotten on the bus and somebody would have been someone would have would have we would have been could like you imagine marv on the bus could who you imagine what he would have said oh my god all right who took one of the chairs with them guys where's the chair <laughs> who took one of the chairs <laughs> And it's not even like a like he's trying just, to steal a Kind Vito's of he's sitting
1: just, on it in the aisle in the bus. Like where'd you get what's that? What's
0: up? Like, hey. You're you're two hours away at the hotel. What are you doing? AJ Bolt's still so, there. He's trying to load in. Uh, load in more. So, someone. Uh, God, my my things pulling in. Nice. Pulling yeah. A go ahead. Yep. Someone's wearing one of the aprons that the guy behind the counter was.
1: Dude. Where'd you get that? I'd be so <laughs> I'd be sick to my stomach at the at the great toastery. And I think the Cheese It Bowl. Like if I had to sit in that stupid room and I just sleep in that orange <laughs> and red, I'd still be sick. Like they're there gimmicks <laughs> that you just don't go with. The mayo bowl. They had Mike Loxley sitting underneath that last year. I I couldn't believe it. I'm saying this is. How much? How much did we get paid for this bowl? How much was the bowl, and how much is the bonus? Because it has to be girthy, or else I'm not getting this this mayo celebration.
0: Bowls suck. I'm wondering now what like what's like their famous thing at the famous Toastery. I'm I'm just really quickly looking through the. It closes like at to- three p.m. What kind of a shitty diner closes
1: at three p.m. Like if you go to the Cotton Bowl, you know you have like these custom. You know, Nike Techs, you know, the full jumpsuit and they look sweet. You go, you know, you, you go to some of the bigger bowls. It's like, all right, you get you get the shirts, you get the everything, the hat. The Great Toastery does not have any swag for the team. There's
0: <laughs> no you, you get a, you get handed a backpack and you're all excited thinking, like, oh, there's gonna be a Bose speaker in here, there's gonna be some AirPods in here, and it's just the crummiest hat that says <laughs> Famous toastery on it. Not even bowl. Just famous toastery. Yeah, it's not even even selectively
1: marketed for football. It's just from their surplus because they thought they were going into merch, and then they realized they're better at just being a breakfast chain.
0: Here's what's more depressing, Sean. Okay. They have advertised on their website in the top right corner that they are one of the top 500 fast food chains per entrepreneur.com 500 that's, that's the, that's, that's an accomplishment. That's, that's what we're hanging our hat on. There is 500. I'm trying to find give some you Yelp reviews off the
1: top of my head. I can't that's, give you 500 off the top of my head.
0: I'm trying to read some of these Yelp reviews. Hold on one second. I you know should, that this is- you shouldn't be able to have a bowl unless you're in the top 200. Okay, here's a one star from Regina. Very slow service and cold mm. french fries made for a disappointing experience. After a long day of traveling, my husband and I arrived at Twin Peaks about 7.45 p.m. and were seated promptly. I was just complaining about it being slow. Boo-hoo, uh, Regina. Yeah, everyone's complaining about it being slow. Sat there for fifteen minutes as well. Three waitresses stood at the front desk doing nothing. Off
1: Forty-five minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, well, you know, we just take our—we just like to take our time here a little bit. The great Toastery. you know, it's about sitting down at the table with the family. We'll kick off the game. Don't worry, we'll kick it off. But we want to make sure we got everything right for you.
0: This is what the great Toastery does. Apparently, the complaint is that they, they there's a lot of attitude from the people who work there. So you oh, you the want a faster? 20 minutes I'll later. no, No, hi. No, I'll be right there with you. Hell, not even a fuck you. That's <laughs> what this person wrote down. Oh, that's great. I like that. <laughs> and then the response, thank you for stopping by. We care a lot about providing amazing service. Uh, please share your email and phone number with us. Okay. Um, Put me on, our la- their, on their list. Put me on Uh, that list. (laughs) All right, last thing I want to get to, we're going to skip the Jimbo thing. I want to talk about the Polar Express that was on uh, in the the locker room at halftime during the Arkansas game. Now, they they got stomped out by Auburn. Sam Pittman somehow still the head coach. And there's a corner of the locker room where on one of the TVs, the Polar Express was popping off, and the guys were just really locked in on it. Now, I tweeted this out. I ended up deleting it because I thought it was too stupid. And I double-checked. It turns out that this was not true because I looked at the roster. But – it, it, you could have fooled me and you could have told me that that was the specialist corner of the locker room. And I would have believed you <laughs> because the amount of times during halftime we were doing stupid shit. We weren't supposed to be doing. I know you big. were dude. Do you know how many times we would just grabbed as many of the, the, the protein bars as we could in the Gatorades. And we were just dicking around. We'd have one player who's taught, who, who has a, a sports book pulled up. Do you, do you know how many times that happened in our career?
1: Joe, I know what you specialists did. I actually had to forfeit Powerades and my Gatorade whey protein bars and whatever I had. I had to because I was in the mix. And I know this was some of the dumb shit that you were doing watching Fortnite emote memes with the, with the kickers at half. Watching the Polar Express in the slapstick corner is on brand for you. That is what you would do. You would not even pay attention to the game plan. You have no involvement except Polar Express is on the TV. It's warm and I'm sitting. I'm going to watch. That is a Joe DeLeon locker room move.
0: Sometimes and you just need to take a little bit off. Okay. Sometimes you got to just, you know, remove yourself from polar the Polar express. They polar knew what express they were doing. Shitty movie. It, I'll tell
1: you what Arkansas was. I, I think it's shitty also. Yeah, it's bad. Movie. The Arkansas players were hilarious. It was hilarious that were there were so many of them huddled up watching the Polar Express because they knew it was funny. And I don't think I don't know <laughs> if they turned it on, but they knew that if they walked in or somebody just hit the remote or whatever and Polar Express came on, it would be funny as hell to get a quick video of everybody watching it. it it's just the optics. It's, it's you can't write a skit that you can't write that that being that funny because it's just something no. that a dumb football player would do. And it's something that came out of your brain. Whoever turned that on because Pittman said that the, the the athlete came to him and, and and said, you know, he just said it was a mistake, which I appreciate Pittman because I think he has a sense of humor about the whole thing. How could you not? It is bombastically funny to, to walk in to even see a video. Could you imagine being Sam Pittman? You lost, you're at home, and your and wife shows you a video on her iPad on your couch. And it's no, no, no. Oh, you got no. six players.
0: Wait. We we all know the deadpan look that he has on his face oftentimes at, at pressers. I can only picture, I can only picture Sam Pittman. You know, every coach does this. They come barreling into the locker room because they, you know, they had to do like a halftime interview or something. Like that. They come and puffing, barreling yeah. in. And they're usually in the middle of talking as they're coming in. All right, offense over here, defense over here, and they're saying something. He's going through the halftime adjustments. Guys, we're not picking up X, Y, and Z. And then in the middle, he just stops because he looks up. And in the corner, the Polar Express is playing. And a bunch of children are cheering on the TV, animated children while at the North Pole. And mid-sentence, you can't find the words. Sam Pittman can't find the words to articulate. He's just standing there. In the tightest shirt possible, it I doesn't fit him, and he's just—I turn around and walk out. And I know as that a coach, you can't even, even touch that in it. the
1: moment. You can't no. even touch that situation in the moment as a coach, or else you're going to hit a kid. That's the problem. Uh, because I know if I was a coach, I would say I can't deal with this. I'm fighting for my life and my job, and I come in, and I don't know if they're a walk-on scholarships specialist. Doesn't matter. Whoever they are in my team are watching the polar express and i'm trying to get a, a, a blitz lined up to get auburn's quarterback down on the ground for the first time all game i walk oh in and God. see that i would there's you can't confront them in that the moment the game's over because game's if over. you ask a question it, there's no answer there's no possible answer that a student athlete that could give me where i wouldn't charge at them afterwards no, <laughs> could you imagine asking oh. What is that? And then they say, oh, Paul, why is that on I'm after you? I'm after you. (laughs) Why is it on? It was just on (laughs) turn it off. I'm after you.
0: There's no scenario where I don't go charging after a player. You're that I'm so glad you're not you. You've expressed before on the show that like why you're not like an offensive line coach at the local high school. I'm glad that you're not because you'd be that guy that those guys that keep getting caught on camera, punching kids no no no. high school player
1: uh, never 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 but uh, if i were to see somebody that's currently getting college educated pulling something like that (laughs) see his friend recording it i would (laughs) ray romano has this bit where he says he was dropping his daughter off at college right and he has two sons with him uh and the whole family's there and the wife is all upset and it was drop off day and they're getting her all situated and the wife's crying the daughter's crying and ray's got kind of some emotions going and he turns around and one of the sons has a traffic cone on his head, and the other is looking down in the traffic cone. <laughs> and he says, "I don't know who was stupider. I don't know if it was the one with the traffic cone on his head or the one looking down. In that situation, uh, I don't know who's stupider: the one filming everybody watching polar <laughs> express, or the, or the guys just sitting there watching and enjoying. There's or the no one who put it on. tell me who's stupider. And I just would—I'd be at my breaking point." Uh, There wouldn't be a marker left. There wouldn't the whiteboard be destroyed. And and there would just be unbridled rage that you couldn't replicate. Because there's stupid college kids costing you
0: millions of
1: dollars.
0: Uh, That is like all I'm gonna say, we're gonna wrap the show. This went way longer than I thought we were gonna go. That has to be like a backup punter or a backup long snapper. Actually, wait, no, 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 Backup kicker, backup long snapper. Punters are too psychotic and weird. It's not one of them. Yeah. The dumpy freshman long snapper or some red-shirted the, kids that are just the, dressing. The, it, the, it's the, the fratty the- kicker that is just sitting there dicking around with the TV remote and then walks away from it, and then everyone gets gets yelled at. At Joe DeLeo and at Sarason Radio, folks, thanks for tuning in. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. We'll be back with more. Enjoy the rest of your week.